Hello, this is Paul Abrahams speaking to you from London and this is my 14th podcast, Learn Jazz Piano and this one is entitled Rhythm Changes. My website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk and if you'd like to email me, the email address is music at paulabrahams.com I'm going to devote two episodes to Rhythm Changes because it really is the second most important sequence in jazz after the 12-bar sequence. Basically, Rhythm Changes is based on the old George Gershwin tune I Got Rhythm, which is a 32-bar sequence, A-A-B-A, the first eight repeated, then the bridge lasting eight, and going back to the last eight, which would be the same as the first eight, except with the second time bar. It's usually played in B flat, so here's a basic version of I Got Rhythm. For those that know I Got Rhythm in its original context, there's a little tag, which in this case is not there. So basically, the idea of rhythm changes is that the composer scraps the tune, keeps the chord sequence and the form, and writes his or her own tune. There are loads and loads of examples. You can look on Wikipedia, just uh, type in um, rhythm changes and you'll see about, I don't know, about 50 different versions of rhythm changes by all sorts of composers. I'll just give you a list of six that are quite well known. Cottontail by Duke Ellington. Lester Leaps In, Lester Young. Anthropology. Charlie Parker, that's a particularly well-used one. Rhythm and Ning, Thelonious Monk. The Theme, Miles Davis. And another well-known composition by Sonny Rollins, Oleo, O-L-E-O. I'm going to start with a very simplified version of this chord sequence. So I suggest that you sketch out 32 bars in front of you that you can fill in yourself. As I say, this is going to be in B flat because that's the key that it's usually played in and it's the normal A, A, B, A 
form that you find in countless standards. In other words, you have an eight bar tune, which is repeated, so that's 16 bars. That leads to a bridge or a middle eight with a different tune. And then the final eight bars of the 32 brings back the first tune, but not with the repeat. So A, A, B, A. The simplified version I'm going to give you is just made up of two components. One is a turnaround, and you can look up turnarounds in a previous episode of this series. And the middle section, the eight bar bridge, is a cycle of fifths. And once again, I've done an episode on the cycle of fifths. So let's start with a basic turnaround. The turnaround is one, six, two, five. In this case, B flat, G, C, and F. The chords will be B flat, or perhaps a B flat six, a G seven, a C minor seven, and an F7. And each chord will get two beats. So one, two, three, four, B flat, G7, C minor 7, F7, do it again. Do it a third time. And do it a fourth time. first eight of section A. Section B is almost the same but with a 2-5-1 at the end. So in other words here we go again 2-3-4 B flat G7 C minor F second time. Third time. Now here C minor 7 F7 B flat. Two, five, one. So that is the first 16 bars, essentially a series of 1625 turnarounds and the second time round a 251 to finish it. The bridge starts on the third, the major third of B flat major, which is D. And it just follows the cycle of fifths around for two bars each. In other words, D7, then you go up to G7, go up again, C7, and you go up one more time, F7. So the four chords are D7, G7, C7, F7, and they last for two bars each. One, two, three, four. D7, G7, C7, F7. Now we're up to the last eight, 
as in AABA, the last A, which is another series of turnarounds with the 251 at the end. In other words, 2, 3, 4. Second one. Third one. And the 251. As I've already said, this is a simplified version of rhythm changes. But now let's go through the whole AABA sequence, the whole 32 bars in this simple version of just turnarounds with a 251 for the A sections and the cycle of fifths for the B section, which just lasts for eight bars. So from the top, here comes the first A. One, two, three, four. B flat, G7, C minor, F again. And a third time. And a fourth time. Second A coming up. Second time. Third time. And here's the 251. And D7. now like you to make a very simple change to bars 5 and 6 of section A each time section A occurs. So far we've got bar 1, bar 2, that's the first turnaround, bar 3, bar 4, that's the second turnaround. Now bar 5, what I'd like you to do instead of a turnaround here is play a bar of B flat 7 and then bar 6 E flat for 2 beats E flat minor for 2 beats that could be an E flat 6 and an E flat minor 6 if you like so those two bars are going to sound like B flat E flat E flat minor 6 and then we're back to the last turnaround of the A section. So, taking it from the beginning, it sounds like this now. Here's the first turnaround, bars one and two. Second turnaround, bars three and four. Bar five is B flat seven. Bar six is E flat to E flat minor six. And the last turnaround. So without stopping, one, two, three, four. flat 7, E flat, E flat minor, last turn around, let's do it for the second time. E flat 7, E flat, E flat minor. This is the bridge, D7, G7, C7, 
F7, last eight. Second turn around, here we go. B flat seven, E flat, E flat minor, C minor, F, B flat. So now let's look at the left hand and work out some shells. One and a three, or one and a seven. B flat is the first chord, so let's have a one and a three, B flat and D, that's two B flats below the middle C. Next chord G7, one and a seven, G and an F. Next is C minor, C and an E flat, one and three, and the F7, F and E flat. So that's the turnaround. B flat and D, G and F, C and E flat, F and E flat. And you do it again. Now here's the new bit. B flat 7, so we'll have a 1 and a 7, B flat and A flat, E flat chord, 1 and a 3, E flat and G. Keep it as a 1 and a 3 to minor it, E flat and G flat, and then as normal, B flat, G7, C minor, F7. That's the first time round. Let's try that. One, two, three, four. Second time. B flat and an E flat. A minor. Turn around. Second time round. Two, three, four. At the end, it's going to go, which is the 2-5-1. So what I did there was for the C minor, C and E flat. For the F7, F and E flat. And for the B flat, B flat and D. The bridge is easy. You've just got these four seventh chords. And we're going to alternate 1 and 7 and 1 and 3. So... The first chord, D7, 1 and 7, which is D and C. Second chord, G7, 1 and 3, which is G and B. Third chord, C7, C and B flat, 1 and 7. And last chord, F and A, which is 1 and 3. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, D and C for two bars. G and B for two bars, C and B flat for two bars, F and A for two bars, and then we're the end. So let's try the whole thing through without stopping. Just left hand, the shells. One, two, one, two, three, four. B flat seven. Second time. B flat seven. Two, five, one. D seven. 
two bars, G, two bars, C7, two bars, F, two bars, last eight. Now you try that, left hand only. One, two, one, two, three, four. Let's now move on to how to improvise over this sequence. As it's mostly a turnaround in the A section, one, six, two, five, you can use the pentatonic of B flat with the added note flat three. B flat is one, C is two, the D flat is the flat three, D is three, F is five, G is six. So over the turnaround, that will all work. You could also think vertically and improvise on each chord Also, when you get to the G7th, as you know, by using that diminished shape, in this case B diminished, B, D, F, putting the A flat on top, that gives you the flat 9, same with the F7, which gives you A diminished 7th with a G flat. You can make it more interesting by introducing the flat 9s when you feel like it on the G7s and the F7. Also, there's no harm in using a bit of chromatics. But when you reach bars 5 and 6, the B-flat 7 leading to the E-flat and the E-flat minor, you really need to suggest that change. The ways 
to target those changes are to choose the threes and the sevenths in particular. So when playing the B flat seven, you need to target the D and the A flat to stress that chord. And in the same way, when you get to the E flat and the E flat minor, the two most important notes to differentiate those two chords are the G in the E flat chord and the G flat in the E flat minor. So try to target threes and sometimes sevens as well. So let's just practice those two bars. Two, three, four. So there's the A flat and the D of the B flat seven. There's the G and the G flat. So two, three, four. Let's loop it. so on. Also pay attention to the 2-5-1 that appears in the second time bar, the last two bars of the second eight. And you should really emphasize that that's happening. But of course that's leading to the second section, the D seventh chord. So you can link that last bar of section A together with the first bar of section B. Two, three, four. Let's just take it from the second A, the second time round from the B flat seven into section B. So two, three, four. B flat seven, E, turn around, and there's the D. Okay, now. In section B, we've got four separate seventh chords, all in the cycle of fifths. So normally we have sevenths that function as five ones, as dominant sevenths. But in this case, they're just four separate seventh chords in the cycle of fifths. And I did a whole episode just dealing with how to improvise on sevenths. And one obvious way would be just to use the chords, the actual arpeggios, perhaps with a nine. Or you could use the pentatonic of each chord, D seventh, G seventh, C7, F7, and each time I put in the flat 3. You could use the Mixolydian modes, D7, which is the same as a major scale with a flat 7, G to G, all the white notes, flat 7, C to C with a B flat, F 
just like a F major 7 with the flat 7 E flat. So let's try that. 2, 3, 4. Another suggestion is to use the whole tone scale, which will give you the flat 5 and the sharp 5. Another mode I looked at in the episode dealing with 7th chords was the Lydian dominant and take the D7, that's the Mixolydian mode, F sharp G A B C D, and if you raise the fourth, which is the same as a flat five, gives you another interesting effect. So to finish up this session, I'll just play along with a bass line and chords and see how you do with an improvisation. You could just use your right hand if you like or else try the shells at the same time. One, two, one, two, three, four. There's quite a lot more you can do harmonically with this sequence and I'll record another episode showing you various possibilities. In the meantime, I suggest that you learn one of the heads of rhythm changes. Anthropology, as I say, is a good one but a bit tricky. The theme by Miles Davis is much more simple, 
Olio is kind of between the two, the Sonny Rollins tune. And there are many backing tracks out there that you could play along to. Or if you've got a bass player friend, that would be even better. If you've got any questions or comments, please write to me at music at paulabrahams.com and again my website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk See you next time.